Hello and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. And I'm joined this week again by my squad. They're back this week. What happened last week? I was was away last week. I was like, why didn't we do one last week? It was me, wasn't it? I wasn't here. It was all you. All your fault. And I feel like if you just left us to it, it would have been absolute carnage. Could you imagine? I would even know how to record it. I'd be like, sorry. I just listened back to the recording and go, yeah, fuck this. I'm not putting this on. (laughs) That's gone in the bin and that's we'll pretend that never happened um but I, I would do that whole how are you do, do you listen to podcasts where people are like how are you and it's like you've clearly been it's like you, you absolutely just had like a 20 minute conversation before you started recording it and we literally have 23 minutes actually we've been going for talking about elevate and like finalizing plans and oh it's good isn't it like the content we're bringing hey, to that so good like I almost feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice with Elevate, with like how much value we're bringing. I really do. But we are, are we in this for money, girls? Kind of to put a roof over our heads. <laughs> but we don't care about flashy things and like ripping people off. So no, it's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. But what we've actually been chatting about is Christmas because I did a podcast last week all about quote unquote navigating Christmas. And it was more sort of around, it was aimed at people who do want to still ideally drop body fat or maintain their body weight over the festive period but that isn't everyone and what we've been just chatting about is like our clients and our mentality which is basically as long as you know what the expectation of the outcome is do what you want to do and be okay with that and doesn't don't fucking care what anyone else thinks like social media or anyone like if anyone listening to this works with another coach first of all rude no I'm joking (laughs) they've influenced how you should be navigating this month in my opinion that is wrong because it's your month it's your life it's your body it's your memories do what you want to do and I know you two are with me on that right absolutely like it's one month like if if you're okay with you know maintaining maybe getting a couple of pounds and just having like an amazing December where you know you're going to like Christmas parties you're spending time with family like doing all this stuff that's fine and like as Lucy said you just be realistic about the outcomes and know what to expect yeah absolutely and I think that that's not even just with kind of coaches and kind of online you know when you're scrolling and people are giving out all these messages it's coming from like people in your life as well so I was speaking to someone the other day and it was like her mum had made a passing comment like I thought you were on a diet why are you going to that like why are you eating that like don't even let those comments dictate kind of what you do and what you enjoy in things because like at the end of the day you know why you're doing it and like if you're happy with like you know like you say maintaining maybe gaining a little bit like just tell people to shut up. <laughs> it's none of their business. The best way to go about it is thinking about yourself in 10 years' time. In mm-hmm. 10 years' time, would you rather have gained three pounds, which let's be real, you can you can lose in the new year, it's fine, but make all these incredible memories with parties and family and it's wonderful. What are you going to remember? Are you going to remember that three pounds or the memories versus, you know what I mean, what's going to matter to you more in like 10 years' time? And I think for most people, most people, most mm. people, it is the memories. And there is a fine line, isn't there, between like enjoying yourself and just literally going into the effort mode. But that's where we're navigating, you know, we're navigating our clients on how to, you know, to navigate the month. No, we're just giving you the insight as to, you know, how to balance it and managing expectations. And I think everyone's doing a really good job and everyone seems really happy. Everyone seems really happy, yeah. which makes me happy. And like, 
not to blow our own trumpets or anything, but like I feel like with our own clients, like because I was chatting to one of my clients the other day, like and she said, I'll see, she's got three little kids. Um, so she knows that she's not gonna like lose. She says, I'm quite happy to maintain, maybe put on a little bit more. She said, I'm gonna try for three workouts a week and my steps, if I don't get them, no big deal. But like that's what she's aiming for, which is less than she would normally do. Um and she was like, but I feel like you've kind of given me the tools. Like she's got the knowledge now that when she goes into these situations, she knows that she's not going to like overdo things. She's going to eat until she's like comfortably full. She's going to pick something that is like got her protein source as well as her carbs and her veggies and all of that stuff. And and she's kind of got those tools now that she's not going to go into the fuck it mode, but she's still going to enjoy herself. So mm-hmm. I think that that's really important as well. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to remember as well, because I actually had a check in yesterday. I think yeah yesterday and um, my client had said she was like oh I've got three Christmas nights out this week and I was like well someone's social um but and without me even saying anything to her she said but that's only three meals at the entire week and then maybe me I was like I need to do some maths here so I, I, I googled it because I, I don't do maths I'm not good at maths so three meals say say you have two meals a day right for a week that's 21 meals. So that's three meals at 21. It's only 14% of your week. It's not that long. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, as, as long as, as YouTube will say, as long as you're not thinking just fuck it after a couple of meals out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you'll enjoy the things more if you're not in that full blown. So if you just say, oh, if it's Christmas to every single thing you eat, by now, if you've done that since this first day you opened your advent calendar, you're not going to be really enjoying those things. Whereas if you start mm-hmm. that balance and moderation of things, when you do experience them, they bring you more, much more enjoyment than I'm actually writing an email about this for, I don't know if it'll be out by the time this podcast's out. Anyway, if you're listening to this and you don't get my emails due because they're fucking gold, about when you have something all the time, you just lose that novelty and excitement. So like tomorrow, we, we might go and get some dinner out or like get a Christmassy coffee or hot chocolate or something before our Christmas nobody, event. I was going to say nobody knows what we're doing tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, we're going to play darts tomorrow. Is our Christmas meetup, and I'm so who dies getting taken out. It's going to be so. Well, do, I was going to do like a you know ask people to vote on who they think's going to do the, but this will already be out by the time, so you can go check Instagram. We'll probably put it on there. We'll do it on the Instagram stories tomorrow and see yeah. what think. Um, who's going to be the best and who's going to be the worst? It'll be quite interesting to see what people think. But yeah, like if we do and go and get a Christmas hot chocolate or something tomorrow, which we might before, I'm going to enjoy that so much because I haven't been having like shit every single day. Whereas if I've been eating shit every day, I'd be like, meh, you know? Yeah. I think so many people will go into December and think, oh, well, I have to have this stuff now because I can't have it any other time. Most of it. You just fuck yourself over. But that just goes back to us saying that like, you know food inclusivity you can have food any time of the year food is food it doesn't have to be held upon this like high pedestal for a certain occasion or a certain time of the year or like I've been eating my mince pies since November (laughs) (laughs) and that's like most of the Christmas like some of it will obviously have a shelf life but a lot of it will last till you know you can get pigs and blankets all year round there you go so And a lot of it is like the novelty, like, oh, but, you know, you call it, you know, like for say, say quality streets, for example, I know they are in the shop all the time, but let's just say theoretically they weren't. It is just chocolate. It's just kind of because it's Christmassy. It's like, oh, but it's Christmassy. You know, the, yeah. the, the drinks at like Costa and stuff. Yeah, they're great, but they do the pretty much similar things all year round. So it's just yeah. kind of having that. Pulling it's, like the, it's like the Christmas biscuits, Leanne, you, the, the ones you had in your story today, right? Those are Christmas biscuits, right? They are, 
but they're in the shop all year round. No word of a lie though, every year I would smash like a whole box down to myself in a day because I'm like, oh my God, Christmas biscuits, I have to have them all now. The yeah. like, logic that. Yeah. when I can buy it any month, not, not just December. I'd get them in June if I wanted to, do you know? But it's just because the box has got some snowflakes on and you're like, yes, come on now. Yeah, the second they put a gingerbread man on it, I'm sold. I'm like, that's All the festive times. I need it. it I'm, I'm just I'm a sucker for packaging was what we're like coming <laughs> to the conclusion. We know it's marketing, but it fucking works. So yeah, yeah we, we fall for it. We are. Every time. Ah, oh, dear. Well, on that note, we actually got a load of Christmassy questions today, which is really fun. Some, <laughs> I don't think were Christmassy, but some were. So... I love talking about Christmas. <laughs> oh, someone's left some really fun ones, which I put to the end. So we'll do the more fun ones at the end and the awesome. more, more helpful, potentially ones near the start. So I think this was from one of your clients, Leon, because I think we were chatting about this the other day. And the question was, what is your favorite protein sauce? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, simple question. Depends. depends. I, I'm just good old chicken. Just fucking love chicken. <laughs> Depends on my mood, really. Do I want sweet? Do I want savoury? I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's really difficult. Why is that so difficult? It's it's quite a broad question. Oh. I'd say my favourite sweet one at the moment in time would be Perform Vegan Protein Powder because it is delicious. But savoury, it's such mood dependent. I go through phases of liking different things. Savoury and mince. You, you what? Yeah. Mince. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh funny um yeah we know you're mince um with your wrap that you can oh i got laura because laura's thing is mince wraps i'm sorry you never gonna love that down um and so i got her for a birthday like a wrap like a tortilla blanket and it's the best thing i've had it i've had it down here i love it my uh i'm gonna go with what's my favorite at this very very moment in time which is eggs i'm just going through a bit of an egg, egg. I love eggs. I like eggs. Love eggs. I got the um the new perform the Irish cream one the Bailey's one. How is that? Is it good? And yogurt, banging. Is it? Mm-hmm. See, I wasn't sure if that would be any good or not, but now yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm a Bailey's lover. I am. Drinks. Yeah. So as soon as it came out, I was like, <laughs> get me some of that. So yeah, I can recommend. Very good, and yogurt especially. No, to bring us some tomorrow. Oh, I could. Someone text me and remind me after this because I will forget. Yes, sir. And then it's just going to be us in the middle of Edinburgh train station, like trading tiny sachets of powder. (laughs) Not not going to look suspicious. We're going to go out for lunch tomorrow. All we're going to do is go and find some fucking like Greek yogurt, have that, and just be sat eating that, aren't we? We are. This is something. We might go find some Christmas. We can buy a tub of Greek yogurt and like sit on the big wheel in Christmas market. That would be kind of cute, to be fair. Oh dear. Probably end up going to do it as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's get some value out there. Um, so someone said, how can I eat the Christmas food? But I'm guessing they mean eat the Christmas food, um, without feeling guilty. I think what what is it that's making you feel guilty about it? Is it because you're telling yourself you shouldn't be having it, you can't have it, it's bad to have it. Mm. If, if, like just from without knowing like any sort of context or anything like that's how it's kind of coming across to me and I think that then comes back to what we bang on about to our clients is around the whole food labeling like the more you start to label foods and tell yourself that it's bad or that you can't have it 
you're gonna feel bad for eating it. Whereas in reality, like there's there's no foods that are bad. Food is food. Yeah. I actually think labeling it, it's I know it is Christmas food, but ultimately it is just another food. I think when you think Christmas food, because of all the past experiences we've had with Christmas food, because generally when you think of it, the sort of the thing that comes to mind is overeating, overindulging, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that if this person who they are is on a fat loss goal, the connotation of eating a food which is associated with overeating and overindulging, when they're on a goal for fat loss, they don't, you know, they're like two opposite things. So I think that's what stems a lot of the emotion, whether they overeat on it or not. So it might actually be quite powerful to actually stop calling it Christmas food and just calling it what it is. Like I'm having a biscuit, I'm having a bit of chocolate and maybe removing that connotation if that is something you hold with that food. Because I know for a fact, when I think of all the food at Christmas, I just think of all the past Christmases I've had where I just eat until I physically can't move and I roll on the floor. So that's mine. Uh, Leanne, do you have anything to add to that point? Not really. I think you've kind of covered it. Um, but it kind of goes back to like, not even your, if it was your past Christmases where you've overeaten. There's just this thing where it's like kind of, marketed that on Christmas day everybody's gonna feel full and you're gonna be like uncomfortable and it's that whole like ha 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 like you know everyone's on the sofa with their food babies in their food comas and it's just kind of assumed like that everybody feels like that if that makes sense yeah yeah I would agree I would agree cool next question any advice on making smart nutrition choices during big social gatherings so just to kind of bring you guys to speed this person's got quite a few like social things where it's like you know picky bits and buffets and you know that sort of thing so I think they sort of meant it in those sort of situations and there's big social gatherings loads of food around like how how do you make smart nutrition choices I guess it depends what's on offer as well if it is sort of more like picky foods and buffets and things because is it sort of something that's like I don't know like family organized or is it like an actual event sort of thing so I think it kind of depends so I I find that if it's like events you're gonna have you know like a different variety of foods but whereas if it's like you know sort of like party type thing like family party or whatever it's probably just gonna be standard like you know like yeah do you know what I mean like it's quite hard without actually knowing what it's gonna be on offer and what you actually have to make I, sense. yeah it does obviously if there's more nutrition it's that food environment isn't it if there's more nutritious choices available it's easier to eat well mm-hmm. um what i always say to people in these oh, just on that topic when you sort of say it depends what's there um m- one of my clients whose partner is one of your clients Laura, actually told about it they're, they're having a, they're hosting a party on this weekend and he put in the check-in um it's so cute um but we're gonna put some high protein things in there too and i was like oh that's so cute oh me too i love it love that um but yeah so even it doesn't matter what's available my rules I don't like saying rules but the rules that you can go into without feeling overwhelmed is the one plate rule like in these big social gatherings it's so easy to just kind of like go and pick at bits that's mm. where you go wrong because you don't even realize like stand next to the table and you just like you feeling it where you just you're something like fuck I've just eaten that whole plate of like so many times yeah. yeah so I always say to people right you can go and have the food like it doesn't matter what's on offer because you don't know there could be some you know chicken skewers and you know I know when my mum does things she always does like fruit and salad because she likes to have it but some people don't and that's okay so if you can make those choices wicked if you can't 
one plate rule make sure that you take that plate you either sit down or you're you know you're not just stood like and like chatting and picking from the table and be conscious with it if you do that it is very hard to eat in excess unless you've literally brought a mountain of food you know with you that's the best way of navigating it in my opinion what i would always say is make sure that you include see if you can include some protein but make sure there is at least one thing on there that you really want because if you ignore all of your you know fuck yes foods hell yes foods marry foods however you want to label it you're gonna feel deprived you're gonna come home from the social and you're just gonna go straight into the biscuits him yeah like if they've got a big you know bowl of salad and then they've got your absolute favorite sausage rolls but you don't take the sausage rolls because being good yeah, you'll you'll go home and you'll just eat it. You'll you'll drive through. You'll go through McDonald's drive through on my own. Trust me. So, uh, Leanne, do you have anything to add to that advice on making um, choices during big social gatherings? Very much what you guys have said, all to do with kind of food behaviors and things. But I would also kind of go back to the first question we answered and just remember that like it's one meal out of like however many. So kind of don't be so in your head about oh my god, what am I eating like this, that, and the other, that you're not present and you're not enjoying yourself because at the end of the day, it is, you know, that one social gathering out of how many days of the year type thing. Um, So you don't want to get, you know, kind of too wrapped up in your head about it. And it's a social gathering. So yeah, like I said, you want to be present and to be able to enjoy it. But yeah. Not- yeah, I get that. Okay. Next one. This is more of a fun one, actually. And I feel like this could cause debates. So mm-hmm. one underrated and one overrated Christmas food overrated pigs in blankets like come for me it's fine but no (sighs) yeah that was so funny um the amount of hate i got when i put on my instagram story that i didn't think you deserve it pigs and blankets are the best but i wouldn't say they're underrated because they're not underrated i would say underrated yorkshire puddings yorkshire pudding is not a christmas food yes it's on my christmas dinner so it's a christmas it's definitely not a christmas food so we're not giving you that it's got to be a christmas dinner food like stuffing i feel like stuffing is underrated i know but again that's not really a christmas food so you can have that whenever you can have all food whenever whenever so your trip didn't count and the most overrated one is fucking brussels sprouts no i quite like a sprout you know (laughs) who invited her here We're kind of already answering another question here, which was the best and worst thing on a Christmas dinner. So fair enough. Um, yeah, I would say un- overrated. Well, I, I personally don't like it. All kinds of like Christmas pudding and Christmas cake. I really don't like them. I think they're just mm-hmm. fair. See, I was just thinking about the main event, the main course. I wasn't thinking there. I think it just means Christmas food generally. I don't know. And then underrated, the honey roast parsnips you get. I, I could literally just eat a bowl of them. They are to die for. It's always a fight between me and my brother because they're his fave that he takes too many and there's not very many left for the rest of us. Oh, you know what I love, Lucy? You'll like this. Christmas tatties. 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 Christmas tatties. Oh, <laughs> Laura, I told my sister about the way, <laughs> the way that you say, the way that you say to us. And um, she was in the car and I was telling her about I was going to Edinburgh and she went, oh, you're going to see Laura and it is. And I was like, yes. <laughs> tatties. No, that's fine. Um, when you do roast potato, again, they could be another like all year round food, but yeah, they are good. They are good to be fair. Okay, well, that's kind of two questions in one, so that's time efficiency. It's cool. Okay, they're all quite Christmassy. I like it. Um, 
any <laughs> mindset tricks to stay motivated when the Christmas chaos kicks in? Our favourite word, motivation. Motivated. Um, I think... I thought you were going to say our favourite word's Christmas because it definitely is, but okay. I do love Christmas. One thing would be to kind of not overwhelm yourself with things. So if you're used to doing like four workouts a week and X amount of steps a day, but life is suddenly chaotic, like just reduce it. Like don't take everything away. But, you know, if you're like thinking on a Monday morning, I've got to get four workouts in, all these steps in, but I've also got like two social gatherings. I've got to go out for like Christmas shopping one day. I've got this and then I've got like a kid's show at the school and stuff. Then you're just going to overwhelm yourself and not do anything. And you've got no motivation because you're like back on do it it's just too much so just pull back and say okay I've got all this other stuff go on and then be like well I'll just get two workouts in this week it was so sassy I love it it's too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I totally agree though because I think I think there's so many like coaches and things out there that I've seen say like on Instagram and stuff like oh it's just it's just another month like just oh, keep taking your boxes like that really aggressive thing about like you need to prioritize your goals and it's like yeah but the reality is, is like Christmas yeah the reality is like December is so much busier like not just with like going out for meals and drinks like just in general like as you say Christmas shopping like people with kids like the schools are off for however long they're off over Christmas like extra childcare stuff like that it is a lot busier yeah. so just reducing things and changing your expectations to, to match what you're capable of doing that specific month um that's the way I meant to say it you said it way better than me but that's the point I was trying I normally to make. don't Sam I'm quite proud of that um but yeah just lowering your expectations rather than thinking oh, I can't I can't do everything so I'm just going to do nothing and then just something is better than nothing as I love to say Absolutely. Absolutely. I think my clients are fed up of me saying that, by the way. I know, I say it all the time. I'm like, guys, something is better than nothing. I always try and change how I say it. So I'm like, something is always better than nothing. Something is inherently better than nothing. (laughs) Is better than nothing. You know, change where I put, you know, make it sound a little bit different. But Mm -hmm. it it genuinely is. And um, I was speaking, I had a client catch it called today with one of my amazing clients who just got married. And oh my God, she looked like, I said to her like oh my god like a Disney princess and she was like that was the goal I was like yes I love that for you um I'm actually just married as well everyone's getting married I love it um but what I was saying to her was because she was saying that she's had such a chaotic year and she doesn't want to you know start January 20 stone heavier but she just wants to kind of take a foot off the gas and I said yeah I'm completely with you but if you can keep up to getting out for movement when you can going to the gym when you can prioritizing eating nutrient-dense foods where you can come January when everyone is going to really just want to go right it is a new year I want to sort my shit out which is not a bad thing to do by the way if you maintain some good habits as much as you can how much easier is it going to be to just pick up from that whereas if you let everything go then you're going to have to almost like completely reset and that's hard so if you know that realize that when the chaos does die down it will be so much easier to pick up from where you left off it's like if you took a week off the gym you won't find it that hard to ease back in whereas if you took six months off the gym it'll take you a while it's kind of a bit like that really yeah, yeah. I think it's knowing knowing just to take your foot off the gas a, a little bit rather than completely coming to a standstill yeah and block any online coaches who are making you feeling bad for not being 100% focused and getting your priorities wrong anyone like that just block them like you don't want people like that in your life no nah, there's no reason for it 
dicks. Right. How to navigate these sweet temptations. Those, these, are, some of this grammar, guys, we need to sort our clients out on this, this sort of thing. <laughs> How to navigate these sweet temptations in the office when I'm feeling I'm missing out. I'm reading that as just all the Christmas crap that people bring into workplaces. Yeah. yeah. They do. All the tons of sweets, biscuits, everything. Um, well, I guess in, in my experience working in an office, there was stuff like that around all all year, like not just Christmas. Might have been a little bit more at Christmas, but it was there all year. And I think, again, it was similar to like something I said earlier, and it's don't tell yourself that you can't have it mm. because that's going to make you want it even more. Things like that. If if you want to have like a celebration out of the ten of sweets, then have a celebration. Don't tell yourself you can't have it. You can choose not to have it because you want to keep focusing on your goals or you can choose to have it. Enjoy the celebration or whatever it is. And then it's a good one. From it. Yeah. As long as it's a good one oh yeah I actually wrote a post that I'm going to put about this next week because I wanted to expand on this point and it's it's literally what you said the second you tell yourself I shouldn't have that I can't have that or I'm going to be missing out you're going to be thinking about it more the second you give yourself permission to have that food that drive for it disappears like honestly it is crazy that is that is a strategy you can use with anything you tell yourself I've got permission to eat that you'll find that your emotions and you know excitement towards that food just it drops because there's no like strong emotions tied to it when there's that like oh I can't have that but I should want it it's quite, it's quite exciting and then that's that's why you crave it more but then yeah. like Laura said then you have got that decision to go well do I want to fit that into my calories today do I want a couple or do I not um and like I think as well to actually question I'm just digging a bit deeper on this as I like to do what are you missing out on yeah like what are you actually missing out on because chocolate is in abundance or cakes whatever all year round you probably got some at home. Are you going to have some on Christmas Day? Or you know, you could go to Tesco's and get some on your way home. So, what are you actually missing out on? And I think that's something to question because we often get that FOMO, don't we? But it's like, but what are you missing out on? Yeah, yeah. I think as well, people will look at these things and be like, "Oh well, if I have one, like I've totally ruined my day." But you you can track it into your calories. Or if you have one, because it's like chocolate or biscuits, you can still account for them throughout your day if that's what you want to do. One is like. 30 40 50 calories obviously depending on what it is if you hit your calories bang on you have that and it's gone over you're still going to be in your buffer zone to be in your deficit anyway yeah laura job not lot yeah laura leanne linda you're all the same <laughs> whoever hasn't spoken do you, <laughs> do you want to add something to this no i think you guys pretty much covered it and it does pull back to the, like what are you missing out on because that chocolate is only going to give you a couple of minutes like satisfaction but if it's that everybody stood in the coffee room having a chat whilst they're having a handful of celebrations, you can go and stand with them and have the chats and you're not missing out on the social aspect of it. You're only missing out on that kind of couple of minutes of gratification from the chocolate that you might not necessarily want to begin with. So, yeah. You know what? I'm totally going to out myself here. So funny though. So, you know, you know how I was saying before about stop telling yourself that you can't have it, right? I totally... I, fell victim to doing it myself the other day right I can't even remember what it was for and I said to Jonathan I was like well I can't have that and he was like no you can you're just choosing not to all that I went in such a mood I was just like right <laughs> like right well I tell my clients that all the time but you don't have to tell me <laughs> I love that poor Jonathan 
feels worse. <laughs> got the dirtiest like, every other year, I haven't allowed myself Christmas chocolates until Christmas. And the second then that I've like been like exposed to them, I have this like strong emotions about like, oh, I shouldn't been eating that. But you know, it was it was really intense. Now I've got a full packets in my house because I did them for some content. And I've just been like, yeah, you can have them if you want to fit them in at any point. Like I'm going to have a thing. I'm going to have a celebration with a cup of tea later tonight. And the difference in how I feel about it is great. Like I don't have any strong emotions associated because I have given myself that permission. Like it's such a powerful thing to do, but it's so easy just yeah. to reframe it from I have full, because you did, thing is you do. There is no law saying that you can't eat it. Do you know what I mean? Like you're a grown adult, you can make whatever fucking decision you want, but it's making decisions then that align with your goals and values. That's where it comes in. Mm-hmm. Cool. And on that note, another question. Mm, this is an interesting one. What are realistic expectations to have over Christmas when it comes to weight loss? I think that's person dependent, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that very much depends. On you, on your goals, on your situation, like how you want to approach things, I guess. You know, yeah. if you if you want if you know you're a very sociable person and you're going to be out and about at all these things and you're not going to be tracking this, that, and the other, well, then your expectations should be that, you know, you're you're potentially going to maintain or put stuff on. That would be a realistic expectation. But if you're like a little hermit like we are and have very few plans and stay in the house and like just out in us all now. Then I guess your realistic expectations, if you're in a fat loss goal, are that, you know, I can potentially still be working towards that. So I, I guess it really does just depend on on the person and their, their situation and stuff. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think there's anything really to add at all. Like, I think, is it realistic to still potentially put yourself into a calorie deficit over the entire duration of December? Yeah, but it's it's it is that individual it's whether you want to do that or not yeah exactly yeah how social are you how many because i've had some christmas and years where i've literally had like no real plans at all apart from like christmas day and i know Mm -hmm. like this will be my first year i'm being a hell of a lot more relaxed about it and i can't fucking wait honestly it's gonna be great but other years like i've really like tracked pretty much everything minus christmas day to the t and i have then because my goal was either gaining or maintaining i have you know my body is changing in alignment with that but that was what I wanted to do for myself at that time and that's okay I think it is like you said just aligning your what do you want to happen why do you want it to happen is that realistic with what's going on and just yeah and I think if you do sort of have you know like we're speaking to all our clients individually if you do want to sort of have an outcome goal speak to us about it because then we can be like yeah that's realistic if you do x and that's why because we're never gonna lie like if we've got a client who wants to go out two times a week eat what they fucking want lose body fat we're gonna tell them well that might not happen because i had one this week and she's got a client no she's not got a client she's got a work christmas party thing tonight and so i was just messaging her about it i'm like oh do you need help picking stuff from the menu and she's like no i'll be completely honest i just really want to go and enjoy myself but in her check-in she'd explicitly said she really wants to see you know really keep pushing because she's in a really good momentum of fat loss so i just have to say look well i'm not telling you you can't just go and have what you want tonight but if that's the goal you want for yourself then we want to try and make a more sort of you know calorie conscious decision so what do you want to do and then she was like oh yeah no i do want to make a calorie conscious decision because i do want that goal but if she said actually do you know what no i'm not that asked i just want to go and enjoy myself fine 
Yeah. That's why you have us. So we can align your expectations with actions. That is obviously if they are a client of ours, which they are, because that's the question, but you get me. Um, <laughs> okay, so now it's just fun questions. Um, we answered the one about Christmas dinner, but it's just best and worst. And I've been doing some of these on my stories, and it's been very interesting, I have to say, what people's favourites are. So they've just listed the three, the three, no, the four, sorry, the four main um, chocolate boxes over Christmas. So starting with Quality Streets, the best and the worst. I can't remember oh, all the box. Box. I'm going to have to think of it. Box, where else would they be? No, I thought you meant like <laughs> between like it's and like heroes no no it's in each box so we'll just go for each box individually okay okay well, i need to google these boxes first because i don't know everything that's in them what's first quality streets quality street quality street the best is definitely the green triangles there's always fights Ooh. between me and my brother over those normally because he goes in and steals them all so they are nice to be fair okay yeah. my favorite's the purple one yeah the purple we were talking about this the other day let's see i think we were mine's orange crunch Ooh, interesting. We could happily share a box then. We've all yeah, got different favorites. Laura. Oh, no, Laura, Laura, no, Laura can have them, but she's going to choose not to because of her goals. Um, um, worst one, probably those toffee pennies. Yeah, they're shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause you grief. Not worth or, it. Or toffee. Or, I'd say the toffee pennies or the orange cream, right? I am the biggest chocolate orange fan ever, but anything that's orange cream. Mm -hmm. And the same with the strawberry creams. I don't really like them either. Like no. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't even remember what's in a hero, so I'm going to have to Google. Heroes. They're all good though, aren't they? Because it's just Cadbury's. Yeah, but there's different kinds. Oh, we must still talking about this. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's quite Twirl. difficult to be fair. Um, have a look. I feel like I... Twirl is the best. Eclairs are the worst. Eclairs are oh, the worst. Oh, Eclairs, yeah, get rid of those. Nah, cream eggs. Mm -mm. Hate cream eggs. Cream eggs are the worst for me. I'd probably say my favourite is just standard dairy milk. Fucking milk. Just my dairy milk. Twirl mm -hmm. is the best. Twirl, yeah. I'm with you. Twirl's the best. I'll have the dairy milk then. Eclairs are so bad. I rate a whisper as well. They're pretty good. Do you like That's who decided to put an eclair in there? They're so shit. It's so random. The same yeah. person that picked the toffee penny for Quality Street. Like, what's even the point? <laughs> These people don't want teeth, do they? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, celebrations. Galaxy Caramel. Oh, remember the truffles? Oh, they were so good. They were amazing. Prime that they took those out. Oh, yeah. I'm, I don't know why they did, because they were great. They were so good. I'd say, yeah, best, mm, yeah, probably Galaxy Caramel, to be fair. No. It's the Twix. No. Nah. I love the Twix. It's my favourite. Oh, my goodness. What's the worst? My, no, the worst is a Milky Way. Bounty. Bounty, yeah. My little sister thinks Milky Ways are the best. I was like, what? I love Milky Ways. I like Milky Ways, yeah. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, we used to like get Milky Ways when you were a kid, and like, well, not when you were a kid, like last week, and buy all of the chocolate off, and then just have like the middle left over, and then yeah. just eat all of the mushy white. I love a Mars bar as well, though. No, they're just not classic. So good. With a Mars bar, though, I don't like them at room temperature. I like them really cold. That's the only way I can really like enjoy them. Mm -hmm. My nan used to do that. She used to put them in the fridge, and then she'd like slice them up with a knife. 
and have like little slices of Mars bar fresh out the fridge. That's so cute. I like that. Okay. Um, roses, which I've had to Google because I don't even. I've, I've just Googled the roses as well. They've got one that's in like a, you can tell I love chocolate, can't you? I'm like straight in there. Um, It's the dark red with like blue down the sides and it's some sort of like. Signature truffle. Signature truffle. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't really think good. I've tried half of these. Like, reading this, I don't even think I've genuinely tried half That's of like them. the only one I can remember. I think, I think my favourite is the, the Golden Barrel, just caramel. That's I good. That's I genuinely, my, my least favourite would be Coffee Escape because I don't like coffee. I don't. I genuinely don't think I've tried half of these, like, reading them now. I know I've had oh Golden Barrel. I know I've had Tangy Orange because I love chocolate orange. Um... I, I don't know if I'll try any of the others. I genuinely don't, which is really bad. I feel like I want to get a batter box now to try them all. <laughs> I feel like country folks is a bit like take it or leave it. Yeah. I'm just looking I'm, at the list now. Read, now. Reading the list, what I think, what I perceive, Brazilian darkness sounds a bit, um, sounds like a That's good because it's, that, I'm sure that one's dark chocolate with just like the chewy caramel on the inside. Sound like a porn star name. I like it. <laughs> be fair, a lot of them could be. Strawberry drink, <laughs> coffee, you know what I mean? Yeah. Tangy orange, that could be like a ginger porn star, couldn't it? Um... <laughs> Something really bad fake tan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's well. To be fair, that's me. Have you seen the colour of my hands today? Oh, no, I'm calling you tomorrow. Uh, Tangy orange. I reckon the hazel whirl will be nice because I like hazelnut. They are nice. Hazel and carrot, they've got two hazelnuts. Oh, they like the nuts here, don't they? Cheeky Cadbury. Uh, I reckon the fudge is going to be the worst. Oh, the, mm. oh, I don't like fudge. Oh, it's strawberry drink. I'm not a big fan of strawberry things. Mm. I feel like we need to get a box of roses and do a taste test tomorrow. Laura, mm. you can't you can do bodybuild or whatever. I can. I'm just choosing not to. There we go. Actually, I think you'll find. Leanne, you've got full permission from me to do what the fuck you want, Morris. If you want to do anything, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes, I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's all the questions. That was fun. Fun. Will we have another one before Christmas then? Next Friday. Yes, yeah. yeah, so but then it would go out after Christmas. No, before we'll have one more, won't we? Yeah, I'm just pull up my calendar. Yeah, because yeah, next week would be the 15th and then you would set it live like the 20th wouldn't you so i would so we'll have one more penultimate one before christmas which is exciting we'll have to do something fun christmas wear our party hats christmas jumpers yeah huh? Huh? Christmas huh? Jumpers. do you have one of them somewhere yeah, I do. okay amazing right. reminds me remind me next week because i forget of course of course right well that's our podcast i hope that was somewhat insightful bit of help there mostly just talking about Christmas food but that's great um, I've had a great time <laughs> mint well enjoy the rest of your day keep smashing December doing what you want to fucking do and um we'll catch you on next week's episodes before Christmas bye, bye.